Hey there. What is going on, Mr. Wampus Reynolds? Um, just a beautiful Saturday afternoon. We're taping this kind of late. This show we call Not Spiral. The number one thought spiral podcast recap podcast as voted on by the fans of spiral fancy voted best podcast idea by business week into 2022 you know i i used to think that i could write fiction and business week i've realized i could not if i tried come up with the just evil that i see day in day out on LinkedIn. it's true it, it's they're just terrible human beings yeah uh just I can't make this stuff up just well trained in in ignoring the the real effects of of a system yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to start with that but you said this this week so <laughs> i couldn't help myself yeah it is a saturday which is weird because it means that we listened to Thought Spiral five days ago, and now we're doing a re- <laughs> this is like an Alzheimer's test. Yeah. Now, who were on it? Was it Andy Kindler and Josh yeah. Weinstein? And, I, uh, did did they have a guest? Was was Jen Kirkman on this week? I think she was. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, no. Uh huh. And they had a new segment that was Huel Hauser. Oh, okay. Yeah. So apparently they're doing voices now. I. Thank goodness for notes. That's all I can say. Well, I actually went back and listened to the first 45 minutes. So that's, I'll. That's about as far as I got on my. <laughs> so the question segment will be really, really uh, vague. I I, okay. I honestly thought we were going to get Susan on the show. Because Andy's oh, really? wife was. No, on, on their show. Because mm. Andy's wife was. was Given him some back and forth while he was recording. Oh, yeah. Which was exciting. It's like, get her on. (laughs) Uh, It would be endearing, I'm sure. It it started. Oh, that gives me a great idea. You and I, we need to do wife spiral. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, I don't know about your wife, but uh, my wife says no. She, She will not do that. So. My, my my wife literally said she will get on any podcast that invites her. Oh, and okay. I think she's going to eat her words. That's the uh, the wampus attitude. Is that yeah? Um. So who is this guy who is recommending your book? That was exciting. Okay, that is an acquisitions editor of uh, the University of Oklahoma Press. Oh, nice. And who I don't know at all, and. Um, yeah, I guess in the show notes, they said they put my name, and so it came up in Google Alerts, and uh, I got to see. Um, so, so I listened, and uh, that came up, and it was very nice, very flattering. Very um, nice. Yeah. I'm okay. afraid I can't do Google Alerts, thanks to a mass murderer who shares my name. Oh, God. I, I'm so, 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 oh, shoot. I'm so sorry, Mr. Huberty. 
Okay, there you go. <laughs> I had to go back and remember my first mass murderer, I remember. Well, actually, the second. Okay. You never forget your second. No, it was a very important one. Um, so let's talk about Thought Spiral 291, the March to 300, as I'm calling it now. Um, it begins with Andy Kindler doing some good morning Vietnam. And that made me want to ask, what was your take on that movie? Um, my sister, who's five years older than me, uh, liked it quite a bit. I saw it once and thought it was pretty forgettable. Um, I have the soundtrack and really, you know, minute for minute, that's fairly solid entertainment. Just hearing the little Adrian Cronauer riffs from time to time. Oh. Um, but uh, I was uh, very disturbed when it won the Best Comedy Grammy. Um, I, I feel that's a, a category that often uh, goes out of its way to make missteps, and it did again that year. <laughs> I had no idea it won that. Um, I'm the only person in the world who cares about the comedy Grammy because I like not, disappointing myself on a yearly basis. No, no, no. I'm sure there's a passionate subculture of this. Um, what I was going to say is Good Morning Vietnam was the first time I had seen pointed out um, that when Robin Williams is funny in a movie, it will always cut to people laughing to make sure uh, you know uh, that it is funny. Um, was Popeye funny? Well, Robert Altman wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, Barry Levinson would, but Robert Altman wouldn't do that. Yeah, but and, okay, you're right. Patch Adams has a lot of dying people. Even, laughing. yeah. I guess Mrs. Doubtfire doesn't, but but movies where he's supposed to be on, there's even Aladdin. There will be some uh, little character reactions in the back, oh, kind of things. Yeah. Oh, oh. but um, a fine enough movie. Uh, Bruno Kirby's great in it. Okay. Okay. So uh, that that was about as current a reference as we're going to get from Andy. So oh my God! Pretty yeah. Edgy yeah. I mean, I mean. <laughs> Brian Seltzer, good joke there, Andy. That's the most recent uh, uh, reference, it seems. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, when Stray Cat Strep came out, I thought he was one dangerous, edgy dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I was pretty proud because I knew a guy, like a family friend's son who was older than me, about six or seven years um or maybe a little less but uh he dated the girl who was in the sexy and 17 video of wow straight crap she um was front she went to school at ou in norman um and uh she worked at o'connell's she was a waitress there no kidding and rue mcclanahan is her aunt so Wow. This is why people listen to this podcast, the uh, the knowledge right there. Someone's going to someone's going to win final jeopardy because of what they just heard. <laughs> yeah, I think uh that's the general uh mainstream trivia that they put on jeopardy for sure. 
Um, and he comes back with a Commodore's reference. Yeah. Easy, like Perrin, like Sunday morning, close Perrin, which I'm not sure if I brought up that song on the show before, uh, but I used to sing that song on Sunday mornings to drive my wife nuts because she had to be at church at seven in the morning every Sunday. <laughs> well, uh, it's a good bit to commit to. Also, Andy was talking about Dan Aykroyd's Nixon impression. I knew his Carter impression, but not his Nixon. Now, and he mentioned a sketch that it's one of those things where only when Andy relates it do I get why it's funny. The, I can't remember what it even was, but it it's was like a I, I was born in the cabin my father built or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I wanted to talk about you know, Al Franken and Tom Davis were the they would write those Nixon sketches. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And there was one that was really funny. And I remember, I think it was in that oral history of Saturday Night Live book that they talked about how they were once just on acid and walking around doing Nixon impressions. And that's where it came from. And it just makes me so giddy to think that a senator of the United States had done that. It's so unreal. Wow. Yeah. That's the one where he, uh, <laughs> it's Dan Aykroyd and he's looking at a portrait of FDR and he's like, FDR, you were a Jew, weren't you? Weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so bizarre. And he does it to Lincoln. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, the boys have survived the great storm. Yeah. It seems like Andy had no damage. I uh, and- in the middle of a condo i was i I, it took my breath away and maybe this is the oklahoma in me that josh casually mentioned that his roof is 30 years old yeah that that blows my mind um yeah we're on our second roof in 12 years yeah no in 16 in 16 years yeah i lost one to hail one to fire actually two to hail and one to fire so yeah um i guess if it never rains good for you yeah and and then andy was making a joke about these shoddy houses in la and when i lived there i really didn't get that sense um they they have a strict code especially for uh earthquakes you know they're really reinforced to be solid yep but so I, I, controversy i just I, dis, I disagree with andy i think andy didn't didn't know what he was talking about you remember how he spent two years just listening to talk radio i think he just absorbed what they said as being true okay that makes sense uh they talked about kids court once again they're Oh, it could have been. It could have been great. And I had never realized that Josh was involved with Kids Court. Oh, yeah. He was the bailiff. <laughs> yeah. I, if you... I had never made that connection. Yeah. Yeah, I could really tell it. And um, I, I understand why it didn't fly. I do enjoy it. But <laughs> I, it's, uh, you remember when, when uh, Cosby took over Kids Say the Darndest Things? Yes. I guess that's the, the 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 vibe they were going for. I yeah, I guess it just, it's one of the weirdest things ever to be made. 
Yeah. Um, um, I have Mark McCollum written down. I don't know who that is or why I wrote that down. Well, because I had written uh, instead of Mark McCollum, obscure stand-up industry names this time. <laughs> okay. Because they drop a few, and uh, you know I don't like Chuck Tombs or something. That and when Josh like <laughs> reacted. And uh, they were complaining about how he uh, turned off the mic. He would cut your mic and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I, I I love hearing those tales. It's just, it's such a weird industry and uh, filled but, with but, some bizarre people. But they wouldn't give away who they were making fun of with the reminiscence man bit. Yeah. So it's got to be somebody who's still on the scene. Yeah. Speaking of, how'd your set go with Othellos? I bailed. I flaked. Um, Good for you. Well, I, I, I was actually I had a poor night's sleep the night before, so I was like, I want to be asleep by ten yeah. tonight. So, and that thing starts at ten. It's so late. It's just insane. Yeah, Grandpa I, here can't do that. No. So, <laughs> but uh. What was I going to say? But then I heard um, someone posted their set on Monday, uh, my my friend uh, who's trans. And uh, I guess the same horrible, bad trans jokes are still going around. It's, oh, yeah. God. Well, they Why sold... are they so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go oh, on. They, they sold 20,000 tickets to Chappelle last night. Oh my, that's disgusting. I, in fact, I mean, who, I, I, it's over. Yeah, you know, I was talking with uh, with uh, Brad Chad Porter, and he he was quoting Marin saying, uh, "The good guys lost. Everyone knows that, right?" That's a good way to say it. But yeah, I remember. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, some really good friends texted me and Susie. You know, are, are you going to Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock? And uh, I said, I, I'm not into Dave Chappelle at this moment. And, uh, you know, and then it hit them. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're just trying to pretend it never happened. It, is it or because that... we're too much on Twitter? Or is it because these people have insulated themselves from anything that's happened in the last 10 years? Are we the ones out of touch or are they the ones out of touch? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I was surprised it sold as well as it did. And I'm surprised that our cool mayor was there taking oh, that, selfies. Oh, that's a big shock. I, I can't believe that. Like, you're so gross. He is, he is gross. He, you, you, you have heard the when, when I uh, uh, teed sharpling up to do a David Holt bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, th thank thank goodness for David for that. That's his one saving grace. <laughs> um, I wrote uh, jo about Josh's attitude about tweeting right now, about any political joke, and he says it's not worth it to tweet the joke and get the hate. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so, it, get well, off. His, <laughs> yeah, I I. I, I lurk every now and then just to, you know, check my mentions, really. Don't tell anyone that I'd even do that much. But, yeah, I mean, Josh is, uh, he's very, very good at staying underneath the radar. Yeah. 
Um, he reminds me of of my wife, who everybody in the world thinks that my wife agrees with them. <laughs> it's not that she's being two faced; it's just that she is kind to everybody. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how she and Josh pull it off. Um, um, I had the exact same reaction that Josh did when Andy talked about how he got the message, you got exposed. Oh. I thought that meant you got exposed as a fraud. You're not a real <laughs> comic. You're never coming back on hacks. And apparently Josh <laughs> thought the same thing. <laughs> I, I I heard it as Andy. And I'm just, I, I want to hear this next week how Andy handled the news until, you know, because... He, you know, he's been so hyper careful. So, Andy has just had a surge of Instagram activity. I'm oh, not really? sure. If, yeah. I, he's putting up videos of him doing goofy little dances. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I have Pete Seeger written down just because every time I hear the word Pete Seeger, I write it down. I have no idea what the context was. I do not remember Pete Seeger being mentioned. Oh, I wrote down uh, the best two lines in Thought Spiral in quite a while when Andy tried to start some bit, and then he goes, man, we would have been the worst duo in history. And Josh (laughs) said, we are! (laughs) So good. Yeah, I I think Josh followed that up. Imagine how painful this would be on stage. You know, this could not you could not tour with what we do. Yeah. Um, speaking of very old references, uh, mm-hmm. the Joey Bishop never got a dinner bit, <laughs> which I basically learned about within maybe the last two years. I never knew it. Did you? No, no. You're going to have to tell me this. I, I I get the Red Buttons reference. but uh, Oh, I it is. Joey is it Red Bishop. Buttons? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Red Buttons. Never mind. Okay. But did you know that bit from Red Buttons? Yeah. Okay. See, I never did until, yeah. And not a really good bit, but but boy. Everyone needs a catchphrase, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's never got a dinner. Uh, I genuinely enjoyed the concept of a true crime DJ. Remind me of that. Basically, Andy being a DJ in between true crime podcasts. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that is a strong concept. I do like his idea for a bit of kind of bizarro dateline of no one liked Susan. <laughs> <laughs> she was a terrible person. No wonder she got killed. <laughs> oh. I have written down just the word sneeze, and all I can think of is your joke about sneezing several times in a row, so I don't know why I wrote sneeze. This was five days ago we listened yeah. to this show. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. I only have two more points in my notes. Um, one, when they were talking about the stand-up stuff, and they were talking about how there's now a feature instead of middle act. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was a regional thing. No, I think uh, that's how things are trending, even here. Um, 
Andy mentioned uh, Canadian style, and I'm trying to remember the name I learned this from, and it was how uh, when I did comedy in a casino in Oklahoma, uh, it was done where the first person comes out, talks, and then introduces the second person who comes out, does his, and then the second person comes and introduces the third person. I can so only there's imagine not, the enthusiasm of an Oklahoma casino crowd. It it went all right. It went all right. It okay. was not it was not bad at all. Uh, and then uh, our friend uh, Josh Lathy, who headlined, he he did really well. It was great. Good. And that, but that's his hometown. But um, but I heard it from somewhere Canadian style. But I liked it. I liked the idea of, you know, someone, it just seems like it flows better because there's not someone jumping up in between. But uh, I see the argument for that too. But I tried to do Canadian style, as Andy called it, a a show of mine at at Anopolis. And the two comedians involved were like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, fuck. God damn it, Wampus. Like that. Like, <laughs> I guess, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to introduce this person. Uh, oh, and yeah, they both complained. <laughs> like, like I had put them through some hell by doing that. It's like the first time a person comes up across a traffic circle. They have to just sit there and stare at it for a minute. Yeah. It is the. I, I bet uh, by the second show, they go smooth as a dream. I, I bet. And then uh, the last thing I made a note about was Josh, uh, when he was giving a peek behind the curtains and talking about having to go back and edit. And then he was talking about going back and hearing again the, uh, you know, the jokes uh, you hate and, you know, the ones that would make him go, wow, that was quick. I, I liked uh, him talking about that. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, you know, I, I spend twice as much time editing this as, as recording it clearly I mean, when he's <laughs> listening to the finished product truncate silence publish um but yeah i mean there's 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 a, a charm in the spontaneity yes that you lose which is why i never really developed my act you know if i went to an open mic and you know i'm gonna do new stuff every time if I don't have new stuff, I'm not going to go because I can't listen to myself say something twice. Yeah. And that's, that's, as anyone listening to this podcast can tell. And that's what you you learn is that stand up is not being funny per se. You know, it is, it is a, you know, a craft of forming a body of words and sticking to that body of words. Um, yeah, the only time I, uh, I really would repeat myself would be like before, uh, I was supposed to, you know, open for someone or, mm-hmm. you know, if I was doing a real show, I'd go and I'd work on it. And that's fun as well, in a way, it's not as fun for other open micers, but it's, it's oh, fun and to really work that's, on things. I guess that's who I have in mind. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm sick of hearing the same thing every week. I'm sure these people are too. Yeah, and, and you can't think about it like that. No, you can't. Uh, I would like to, speaking of repeating myself, I would like once again to correct Josh about Jeff Lynn. Yes. Uh, 
the the Randy Newman song, the story of a rock and roll band, is not a song making fun of Yellow. Okay. At all. At all. In fact, Jeff Lynn went so far as to produce an album for Randy like 10 years later. It is a song about a guy who is a huge ELO fan who knows nothing about ELO and is just making stuff up. <laughs> it's it's a song about ignorant fandom. All right. So, Did you hear that? I, hear Josh, that? we know you listen. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy him a coffee and write on the side of the cup. Randy's not making fun of Jeff Lynn. <laughs> Incidentally, there's a great Christmas song about Jeff Lynn uh, that's called It Was a Silent Night, at least until Jeff Lynn came to my house. <laughs> that Which is... kind of gives the plot away. Yeah. I know what that's about. Um, and then there were questions. The questions all I have written down are incomprehensible questions. Okay. I, I just... I. I don't know if people are trying to be too clever or if they're referencing things I don't know, but at least two of the questions, I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Don't let I, that stop them. I mean, more power to them. Don't, uh, don't, don't pander to the lowest common denominator, but I was lost. Yeah. I don't remember. I, uh, that does seem right though, that, yeah, it wasn't the haunted, Hottest time, but they did answer questions off the gram, and they answered yours. They did. What was my, oh the funniest word? And they went with the lots of K sounds, which is uh, <laughs> I, I I I don't know if Neil Simon originally wrote that or if Neil Simon stole that from somebody, but Neil Simon was a big fan of sounds with K being the funniest words. Yeah, that seems right. Because he started off in what early, early television, and that yeah. seems like something that would be said in a. In that, a those would be room. words. Gay would, is funny. That that's the kind of uh, word that would carry well over television. I was I was hearing this thing that was basically Sinatra did so well because his range carried really well over an AM signal. Could be true, right? Yeah, I don't know. Not that um, he had much of a range, bless his heart. Supposedly, uh, film noir, uh, you know, the story I had always heard was that it was lit that way, you know, in kind of dark, you know, but stark contrast between the light and dark is, uh, the, the you know, they would say it was because they were low budget. And that's why they could only afford, you know, certain key lights or something. But uh, a friend of mine told me that he had heard it was because that kind of high contrast showed showed up better on on early TV. Oh. Later. So we'll never know, or maybe we will. Maybe someone will tell us. Maybe Cliff Nestroff, if you're listening, please set the record straight. Uh, he's uh, being filmed for a documentary right now, so he can't answer. He, he and Dave Grohl. He and Dave Grohl and Henry Rollins are. Uh, First time have, I heard that one. I have no have questions. questions? Um, I don't have questions, too. I do have uh, an announcement, a very big announcement, that we should be able to release next week. So we'll put that in there as a teaser. Wait, say that again, this big announcement? 
I have I have a big announcement that will be coming next week. Okay. Uh, I can't reveal it yet uh, publicly, but uh, I can give that teaser out there. That uh, big 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 stuff is coming up in the next couple months. Do you have like a new partner or something? Is is that why you're not telling me? <laughs> no, no. What's big? What's going big, on? Big news. I'll 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 text you the details. Exciting. Um, one thing that we have not touched on is uh, we haven't told the story of how I interrupted you in a funeral about three weeks ago. Is that a story that people should know? Oh, go ahead. I I I. I sent you a text, a very friendly text, just saying hi. And you wrote back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at a funeral mass when you sent this to me. Oh yeah. Well, it was Saturday night, right? It was like New Year's yeah. Eve. Wait, when? It was somewhere around. Then. Oh, Teddy has a question. Okay, Teddy. Teddy, what's your question? Yes, I'll let you. Yes, I'll let you outside. One moment. <laughs> Hold music. Now would be a great time to practice your model. I'll be right back. All right. Hello. You son of 